this is Pastor Doug, and welcome to A Piece of Peace, or POP. Lately, we've been doing just a brief two-week sermon series on the book of Ecclesiastes, and last week, Pastor Tony spent some time unpacking this word that the author uses called havel in Hebrew. It is translated often as moments or uh, some translation like that, but it literally means vapor. And the author's saying that our lives are basically, it's like mist or vapor. You're here for a brief period of time. So today I want to focus on how do we find joy along the way? Even in the midst of struggle, how do we experience and open ourselves up to the presence of joy all around us? There's this picture that I come across from time to time. It's one of my favorites. It's an old picture of me sitting with my two boys and they're leaning against me as we've discovered something in the grass, a bug. And it's, it's a picture that fills me with a variety of emotions. It fills me with a realization that at that moment we were experiencing wonder and joy together. It's also this like, oh gosh, I miss those days. Even though I usually don't miss those days, but something beautiful in that moment. My wife, when I moved in to our house when we got married, where we live now, there were four animals, two dogs and two cats. Now I'm allergic to both. And so as time went on, we got down to the point where we owned one dog. And I decided to do something really dumb. I saw that my wife was missing having a cat. And she just loves the presence of a cat. And so even with my allergies, I love my wife enough that I want to see her happy. And so I decided to surprise her, told her we were going to the big green egg store. She knows where that is, but what she didn't realize is right next door to it is cat welfare, where all of these cats are awaiting a new home. And so I take her in and surprise her and tell her, and her daughters are there to surprise her. And I tell her, you get to pick out the cat of your choice. And so the two daughters were looking and they were looking at some of the cats running around on the floor doing cat things and they were picking different ones and she's not convinced, my wife. And so finally she finds one that's in the crate. It was too new to be running around with all the other cats. And she looks in at this one and something told her this was the cat. Now this cat has grown so fond of her and has doubled in size. But this cat, we call him Chino after Cappuccino because of his color. And this cat loves the routine of her getting up in the morning with her bathrobe. She has this big white fluffy bath bathrobe and Chino plops himself right on her lap with her cup of coffee every single day. And I can tell it fills her with this great sense joy. Once I was posting on Ohio Alumni, I almost said Ohio State, what am I saying? The Ohio Alumni Association, and as I was posting on Facebook, Facebook editor came back with a question, and it asked, is this an elementary school? Is this an elementary school? Sometimes little things like that, stupid little things like that, fill me with a sense 
of joy. It reminds me of a time when some of you may remember this. It was several years ago. Ohio was playing Ohio State in the horseshoe. And the marching band for Ohio State and Brutus come running out on the field. And I was at this game and I saw in the corner of the opposite end zone, Rufus, the bobcat mascot, comes running out and runs through the OSU marching band and runs right up in a beeline and tackles Brutus. And there's this iconic photo where he's bopping him in the nose. Now, I know some people were offended by this, but I thought it was funny. And what I came to discover later is the mascot for Ohio, Rufus, the person who was the mascot, they discovered later he didn't even go to Ohio University. He went to Hawking Tech, but it was his mission in life to tackle Brutus. And so somehow he got in as the mascot. No one thought to do like an ID check or background check on this guy. There's something, even though it's quirky, about having a mission, about achieving a goal. <laughs> Several years ago, we did a Greek cruise and the stewards who would come tidy up our room when we weren't there, instead of just leaving towels on the bed like you would often see, they folded them and put eyes on them and, and turned them into like an elephant or an octopus. And I thought, how cool it is to see your job as being able to offer something more than just the standard of wanting to offer joy to others in just simple but yet cool ways. I was in Louisville once and I was outside in the church parking lot of this particular church and there was a sign said, reserved for church parking only. And in the parking spot was a Coors Light truck. Doesn't that instantly just make you more curious about that church? <laughs> there are these moments in life that if we pause and acknowledge them, we, we can get a sense of joy in them, even when we're in the midst of struggle. The author of Ecclesiastes asks, a question that all of us ask like what's the purpose of this life what are we what are we here for and how do we find even though in the midst of, of struggle or labor and toil which we all know that we experience how do we experience joy along with it so the author writes these words he says go ahead eat your food with joy drink your wine with a happy heart for god approves of this Wear fine clothes with a splash of cologne. Live happily with the woman you love through all the meaningless days of life that God has given you under the sun. The wife God gives you is your reward for all your earthly toil. Whatever you do, do well. For when you go to the grave, there will be no work or planning or knowledge or wisdom. It's like the author saying, you get, you get one shot at this. And there is a time for grief, and there is a time for joy. It says this elsewhere in Ecclesiastes, there is a time for everything under the sun. Jesus was 
encountered by some religious grumpy people who came up to him and said, John's disciples, they fasted, but your disciples, they eat and drink. And Jesus' answer is basically like, look, I am present with them right now. This is a time for eating and drinking. It's a time to celebrate. There is a time for fasting, but this is not that time. I've often experienced there is one thing that I go to that I experience both grief and joy at the same time. It's funerals. Think about it. When we're at a funeral, obviously it's an appropriate time to grieve, and we should. But it's also an appropriate time to laugh. Funerals that I've seen that have been really healthy and helpful to the family. It it involves stories and people laughing about the quirkiness or the, the funny activities of the loved one that we're also there to grieve. It's stories like, you remember when Bob used to always wear two different color socks? quirky little things like that that we remember and we, we, we didn't realize that those things were as joy-filled as they are until we look back on them. We get one shot at this life. So we may as well enjoy it. Do you want to look back at the end of your life and realize you were cynical about it? Or would you rather look back and realize you embraced it? Let me close with this story. Freddie Johnson is an employee at Buffalo Trace, third generation employee at Buffalo Trace Bourbon in Kentucky. He had a successful job working in the corporate world, but his father convinced him to come back and continue on the family legacy. His father was in the beginning stages of an illness, and so Freddie decided it was time, and he came back, and he was working with his brother and his father, and, and as I said, third generation working for Buffalo Trace. And one night, he and his brother and father had did something that they almost never did. They sat down all together, and they were sharing stories and laughing and just enjoying that time together. And so Freddie decided to get out that rare 20-year, super expensive bottle of bourbon. And he poured each of them a glass, and then he corked it back up and put it away. And his father said, what are you, what are you doing? Why'd you put that away? And he says, well, Dad, that's like really expensive stuff. Figure we'll save it for another occasion. And his father said, don't ever do that. Bring that back out here. The three of us, are experiencing something we almost never get to experience. And this is a great moment. Bourbon is a byproduct of relationships. So bring that back out. There will always be more expensive bourbon. And so he listened to his father. He got it back out. And the three of them continued on and went through that bottle of bourbon. But he said, I'm really glad we did because it was a night I'll never forget. And nine months later, both his brother and his father were gone. It's moments that if we open ourselves up to them, we realize it's moments like that that make life worth living.